0: Hey, housewives, come on in. You know the dirty dishes are still in the sink from yesterday and the laundry is still in the basket. Pop your AirPods in and make yourself at home here. I'm Tracy. I'm Tori. And we We are your Unlikely Housewives.
1: Stepping out in faith and believing that God calls the unlikely, we are here to show you the appreciation and validation you deserve, lead you to authentic relationships, and release you of believing the cultural lies to restore your faith and
0: wellness. Pull up those high-waisted yoga pants, tighten your top knot, and reheat your coffee for the third time, turn up the volume, and let's go.
1: Hey, hey, housewives. Hey. Welcome back. We are so excited for today's episode, but before we jump in... Guess what we need y'all to do? Reviews! Reviews, reviews! We have a big fall coming up,
0: and we want to be able to read reviews every single week. So, what does that mean? We need your help. So, if you haven't already written a review for us, give us five stars and write just a sentence two sentences. couple of words. That's fine. And we will take it. We, once we get 20 new reviews, we are going to do a giveaway for all of the 20 reviews that we get, at least. And yeah, just so we can bless you
1: and thank you in that way. Yes, and we appreciate all the reviews. That helps with the algorithms in the podcasting world. So, please, share on social media if you loved a topic and some of you have already messaged how much you loved our Lonely and Chosen episode on friendship please share 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 that is what is helpful
0: and tag us because we want to see it too and we want to share what you share so yeah okay well well, we're going to just jump in today to
1: faith and politics. And some Ooh. of you, yeah, you're thinking, what in the world? How are we going to do this? Yeah. And I want to know like, what you're all feeling. Are you like, yeah, let's do it. Or you're like, oh my gosh, they're talking about this. They're going to do it. The, the two words that we shouldn't talk about. Or at least one of them. Well, true. Nobody wants <laughs> right. to talk about Well, politics. let's start with this. And then we're going to ask you, the viewers, the listeners, this question. Who was raised with the beliefs to never talk about Politics, race,
0: religion, all the things. Tracy is raising her hand right now. Uh, yes. Because that is her her family. And, and it wasn't that I was raised not
1: to. It was just omitted, right? It wasn't something we talked a whole lot about. Faith, religion,
0: we did. Yes. Because it was
1: very important to us. But the rest of it, we you yeah. talk about it.
0: No, I mean, heads up, y'all. We love y'all and we are transparent and we share everything with you guys because you are our people. And so... Yes, all 47 (laughs) of you. All 47 (laughs) of you. And so Tracy and I are doing a nutritionally supported, fast, a metabolic reset. And so we're on day two of it. And so our brains are a little funky and... We're it's just not like the words just aren't coming as quickly
1: as maybe they have in the past.
0: Which honestly, <laughs> I'm thinking this is a very God thing because this topic is very <laughs> oh, much not yeah. us. Yeah, he's like, slow down, slow down. I want <laughs> you to gonna think, think before you speak. And so, yeah, we're hoping that's that this is timing. more His words than ours. Which yeah, I like that. That's how I'm gonna I'm gonna view it. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk
1: about your perspective, how you were raised. You were always talking about Jesus and politics.
0: Yeah, I mean, we had the news on every single TV in our house on at the same time. And then we would talk about certain things and and so politics was never something that my my family shied away from. And dinner table conversations when we had family or friends over or whatever. I mean, Jesus came up and so did the most recent election candidates. So, it was nothing was off the table. It was definitely not a Not
1: even either one of them weren't our dinner conversation, you know, dinner table conversation. It was very, we, you know, if I had a question, I could ask it. Absolutely. But we never really went into it. It was just not a part of how I was raised. And so by the time I got to college, I was like, I am freaking clueless. Like don't want to talk about it because I'm so uneducated. I am fearful of saying something wrong and offending someone or sounding stupid. Oh, that's a big one for sure. So I definitely steered clear of that. I can't even tell you. I mean, I can tell you since I was 18, I've gone and I voted because, you know, I have that privilege. And I would vote, but other than looking at a candidate and going, okay, which one's better? Which one do I like better? You know, based on their
0: few points. That is how I voted (laughs) for your first time you voted. When, how did you decide? Did you go off of like, okay, I know my parents are going to go, are probably voting for this person. No, my parents never told me who they would vote for.
1: So, this is... I had to make it up on my own. That's cool. Yeah. And I still, to this day, and I know they're listening, I think it's because they're not on the same page. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but still that's still you. to be determined. I still love you. Yes. No, and that's okay. I mean, in all honesty, I think that that's... I think that helps. Much like I believe... And oh, I'm saying this. I We should not know who our teachers are voting for. Right.
1: But... Well, that was like 19... Or 2019 issues. Now, it's like...
0: Yeah. Well, and then, and then also, but on the flip side, I think pastors should talk about politics mm-hmm. from the pulpit because that they strive not to. And I know that there are certain things because there are a 501c3, legally, there are certain things that they can and cannot say. They can't create it into like a fundraiser or whatever, but they can talk about election topics and saying this is what we should be voting for this is what we they can do that from the public they just can't think endorse a candidate mm-hmm. well i think the the issue that
1: i had in growing up and not knowing once i got to college was that fear and so the one thing that i started to do was seek people who i aligned with and Other values and felt safe enough to have those conversations. And as college went on, and as I moved, you know, to the big city after college, and a lot of it became more of an importance in where I lived in the environment and the people in which I was around, I really needed to understand the one thing that didn't happen was the talking. And if we aren't talking about it, we aren't learning. We aren't hearing other people's perspectives. We aren't, you know, viewing things from different points of view. Like we're just, I mean, even in my early 20s, it wasn't like I was just going to go Google candidates. I mean, I could, but the information just wasn't as there like it is now.
0: And it's everywhere. (laughs) It is. But then also, too, the thing that we have to be aware of is mainstream media is a business, Mm -hmm. period, and a discussion. So they're not just, well, we're going to tell the facts because we're just we're adding value to the world that's, yeah. that's a lie they're going to spin it to make sensationalize it they're mm-hmm. going to they, everybody has a motive drama yes and so let's get everybody feeling and believing beer. all these things yes and all of that so I mean and it doesn't matter what channel you yeah. watch or whatever all news is the same again all news newspapers those are things that you would children that if you didn't remember a newspaper those are things that <laughs> would show up on they're your, black and white Uh huh. on your doorstep somebody <laughs> somebody a kid typically would throw them at your door um, and ride their bike down the street and throw all of them. And then you would open it up and it would be the news from yesterday. That would be how you got your news. Yes, it's and, true. So uh, newspapers, very interesting. But those are still businesses. Those were created and while they have value, they're still a business and Designed to make money. Yeah, we don't need news anymore. We've got social media, right? That's all we need TikTok. Uh, That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Facebook.
1: That's where we get our news from.
0: Well, as I tell my children, (laughs) anything that you read on the internet is true. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is the conversations I, we hope you know we're kidding. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have to tell my children and they're like, well, but it said this. And I was like, just because something is written down or on a show Mm -hmm. doesn't make it true. And they're like, uh, and then we talk about critical thinking. So all good things, all good
1: things. Yeah. Well, we, we started with the question. We really want you guys just thinking about, okay, how you were raised, how to where you are right now in your life. What's that journey of faith and politics? Because we believe you can talk about each one openly without feeling fear without feeling intimidation without feeling like you don't know enough about the bible or about politics like having conversations is what helps us learn about both topics and you can talk about both they don't have to be on that oh let's just only talk about one or the other or not at all like it doesn't help us it doesn't serve us we want to encourage you to not let your faith hinder you from getting into politics because of all of those fears like learning. About it. Speaking out. Right. I think one of the reasons people don't want to get involved or, I mean, be involved in anything is because they're afraid of offending people.
0: Or I honestly, the moment that you said that you don't start a conversation because you don't want to sound stupid Mm -hmm. as a blonde, like, (laughs) I kid you not, that has always been a concern of mine as far as like, if I ask this question, it's going to be like, dumb blonde, Mm -hmm. like that is a stupid thought, but, but a ret- clearly
1: we are not because these two hottie blondes are sitting here on these microphones That's and doing right. all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We may sound stupid, but we don't care. <laughs> We're so over that. <laughs> so over that. But in case you're not, maybe you should listen to episode number
0: 10 from our first season, Unoffended. <laughs> right. But that's the point is, is like, you have to be willing to embrace the suck. And we've learned that in our business. And yeah. is like everything that you do, you're not great at the first time. And so, yeah, when you pick up a book going, what is politics or politics for dummies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be confusing. But when you start to learn more about it, then you other things will open and you'll understand more concepts. And then what does this mean? And what, you know, like you have to embrace looking like an idiot first.
1: And we're okay with that.
0: Yeah. Listen to us. Go (laughs) back and listen to episode one real quick and then listen to this one.
1: We nailed episode one because we worked so hard on that one because it was the first one. And we planned it for six months, y'all. That episode is six months. Okay. Well, let's move on to a quote that we want to like, stir up some conversation around between the two of us. <laughs> yeah. It's, I never considered a difference of opinion in politics, in religion, in philosophy as a cause for withdrawing from a friend. Thomas Jefferson said that.
0: And you can have your thoughts and opinions about Thomas Jefferson yeah. as well, because I know they're out there as well. But... but is that not truth? It is. Why would you allow things
1: that we get our Like our hearts get to choose what we believe in, what we love, what we cherish, what we support. And we have friends that we do life with. We have babies with. We're in each other's weddings. Like we have people that we do life with. Why would difference of beliefs and opinions separate you? Why would you allow it to separate you? That's a question.
0: Exactly. And then let's be honest. In all honesty, that's a sin. True. Because God asked us to love everyone Mm -hmm. and treat... He didn't just say, hey, just treat the people that believe like you do and have the same beliefs too. So we are supposed to love the person who voted differently from us just as much as we're supposed to love the person that has the same values, the same Mm -hmm. beliefs, the same stances as us. And social media has ruined that.
1: It absolutely has. There is something about someone putting a post out there and we want to encourage you guys because we've been in the shoes of wrongfully assuming... Something about someone who put something out on social media most people have
0: yeah, I would say all people have yeah whether or not they're willing to admit it it's completely different.
1: Yep. It has come down to, guys, these are humans. These are people. And if it's Facebook, they're your friend because you most likely know them. And if it's Instagram, it's probably someone maybe, you know, most likely you don't really know who the human is.
0: But you have to remember that they're humans on the other side of the keyboard, on the other side of the screen. And so no matter what hateful comment they respond with or disagreeing belief that they have and they're going to argue with you about something on it, then you still have to remember at the end of the day that they're human. I truly believe that they're, there is good that has come out of social media and that God has used it in incredible ways, reconnecting relationships, families, kids finding adoptive parents by a lot, you know, all of the things like that. I think that there's a mass amount of good that has come out of social media, you know, helping others that are in need, all of that stuff. And on the flip side too, there is a lot of damage that has started Mm -hmm. because we feel like one we can say anything to anyone we feel like you know it's keyboard warriors yeah and I think what
1: is worse is when it it's like okay if you want to comment publicly fine you know someone's going to jump on there and either support you or join them whichever but it's once you slide into the dms and have something personal to say that's when people get triggered and then we lose that ability to say hey clearly this isn't going to go anywhere (laughs) Productive, and maybe we should just not have this conversation. If you would like to, maybe we could have it on the phone. Yeah. But not just bash each other. And, you know, I've definitely ignored a lot of messages that I've received in my DMs about something because I'm like, mm mm, this, like, I, I have no energy for that. That is pointless. Like you just want an argument. If you want to have a good conversation about it, let's chat on the phone.
0: Yeah. And I think that that is allowed. I Mm -hmm. think that you are allowed to ignore those information. I would say probably in the midst of 2020 when all mass vaccine conversations were going up and we... I posted something and I received some backlash in the comments of people going, well, this and this and this. And Andrew, he gave me the best advice on one... Don't argue with fools. Mm -hmm. And that really is... And I'm not calling the people who make comments on my post fools. What I'm saying is that fools are people that are not listening. They're just talking to talk. Mm They want to say their piece, but they have no intent on listening to you and what your side is. Right. And they're not going to reason and go, well, that makes a good point. They're not listening for your perspective, Mm -mm. period. Yeah. But at the same time, my response to him was... I want to respond to these individuals because I actually I knew these these two people and I I love them both. And I said, I'm choosing to respond to these people in particular because I want to show them that even though we disagree, I can still love them like Christ loves me. Yeah. And neither one are believers. Do I think that made a difference in whether I have no idea? I may never know. I, you know, Mm -hmm. but my thought on the way I responded in our disagreement was, hey, I understand where you're coming from. I disagree with it because of this, this, and this, and this. But it, their response... So people automatically assumed I was wrong and then they immediately jumped into telling me why I was wrong based on my motives. Yeah, they attacked your motives versus that argument at hand. Exactly. And, and that's
1: that, what's happening on social media. Like the decency of like talking about an argument side to side. Right. Isn't happening. It's, well, this is what you're assuming, or this is what you're pointing to. This is you pointing figures or what you're saying.
0: Exactly. And I want to give credit where credit is due. That Mm -hmm. it's called bulverism. And that is from uh, C.S. Lewis. Mm -hmm. But exactly. They they said, well, you're saying that because you're a white girl. And it was like, wait, that has nothing to do that. That's not proving whether my motive is not saying your response to that is just a fact. I'm a white girl, but Mm -hmm. that has no bearing on my argument whatsoever. Right. They're just telling me that this is, you know, their Mm -hmm. opinion of why you believe something. Correct. Yeah. So... One, once you understand, and and this guy, and we'll tag him in our, when we post this, but once you understand that, you're going to start seeing it everywhere that people are not responding to the argument itself. They're responding to the motives of, well, you're saying that because you're a middle class white woman and middle class, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, instead of saying no, like the actual argument is, no, I'm saying it because this is this and this and this. And so that's something to consider when you're responding about politics and or faith because yeah. it works with both.
1: Yeah, it does. It works with both. When I think we're talking about working with politics and faith, like the stereotypes that come with all of them are assumptions. Now, there are beliefs that come with both Christian beliefs and viewpoints and um, you know, conservative, liberal, etc. There's beliefs and viewpoints in all these categories, but stereotypes are saying, well, if you believe this, then you must believe
0: this. And that's not true. I mean, let's let's break it down. If you voted for Trump, you are homophobe, you're a racist, you're you believe in toxic masculinity, you believe in all X, XYZ. Mm-hmm. Now and on the flip side biden supporter or democrats seen as snowflakes support abortion they're anti-gun they don't support the troops things like that okay and I, behind the scenes, behind the mic, want to share with you that we literally had this conversation just 10 seconds ago about whether or not we're saying these things on here. And if we're going to get in trouble for this, <laughs> know that I just <laughs> said terrible things about both parties. So yes, don't get, don't, don't get your to, panties in a bunch. Uh-huh. I don't want an email. We're I talking
1: about don't stereotypes don't because you see them and you hear them and they're out there and Correct. they're terrible. Right. Both sides. Terrible. Exactly. Well, and there's so many stereotypes about Christians. Come on. Like, we've heard him, we've seen him. Shoot, that's gotten so bad that to the point that we don't, the definition of it is so, <laughs> so watered down. Yeah. Nobody wants to call
0: themselves a Christian no. anymore. Because I'm just gonna they're going like, to be a Jesus
1: believer. Uh-huh. That's what you've heard. That's uh-huh. what I've heard.
0: Yeah. Or, well, I, I'm not really a Christian. I'm just religious or, or I'm spiritual.
1: Mm-hmm. There's Those a ton good. of it. The yeah. point is, you are going to hear it. You're going to be triggered. You're going to be offended. You're going to be, it's just, Triggering a whole lot of issues and we're talking about them because we've lived through it And we've also been the friend to people who have walked through it and we hear this all the time
0: But we're also the friends to people who don't agree with us. Yes And that's the point the point is to the ones who are
1: nice to us even though we don't agree
0: (laughs) right But we're not losing granted 2020 flipped a lot of people's words upside down. Mm -hmm. We had a lot of pruning where relationships just stopped. And it was because we made a stance one way or the other. And maybe at some point is because those people assumed that because we said something or we assumed because we said something that they no longer wanted to be our friend. Just because I disagree with you doesn't mean I don't love you anymore. Yeah.
1: Well, and again, going back to that, so many people are just scrolling and making assumptions versus talking to people face-to-face or sending them a text and checking in. And you've got to keep that real life connection when you see people face-to-face and still have a conversation and ask them about their kids and ask them about their family and vacations and what they're doing. You can still have normal conversations in person with people that you see they post differently on social media. It's just an outlet for people. It's
0: not... An end-all, be-all. It's not real life. Exactly. And you have to have the hard conversations because how on earth are you going to know Mm -hmm. and understand the other side if you don't talk with somebody who's on the other side? Yeah. And that goes with just as much... And I know we're leaning heavy on politics because that is honestly a a trigger point for all of us after the last two and a half years. Mm -hmm. But faith is just as hard. For a Christian, talking to somebody who's Jewish and going, okay, wait... Tell me why Jesus is not y'all's Messiah. Why? Yeah. With that
1: conversation. I love those conversations. You guys, talking is learning. Like, love learning about what other people's perspectives are. It's my favorite conversation. But the problem is, is where we go to instantly. There's too many people that go to anger. And I am one of them. Listen to an episode <laughs> previous to this. I don't remember which one it was. Like, I go to anger when someone triggers me or says something that I don't agree with. We react instead of responding With like, just take a minute and think about what you want to say so that you can respond and have a good conversation without just reacting and being angry and yelling at each other.
0: And somebody else's beliefs is
1: not a personal attack on you. Exactly. I love that so much. And to be honest, having real relationships that are founded on depth and value. We already did an episode, friends. Go back and listen to Tough and Love, Lonely and Chosen. We talk about you have to have both conversations. You have to have that and, and if you're trying to build a relationship that is valued and understanding of each other, you have to talk about faith and politics too. You don't have to get deep, you don't, but it's understanding each other. Like our beliefs and what we believe in is the foundation of who we are. And if you want to be loved in your friendship circle for who you are, you have to be able to talk about those things. It's like that woman that said that she um, kept her political views secret for fear of social suicide. Like, that's the opposite. Like, you are going to be lonely. You are going to be omitted from conversations because you have a fear of being involved. That's like social suicide right there.
0: Right. And you're you're ostracizing yourself if you were to share your beliefs. And so you choose not to share your beliefs because you still want to be included. And now you're lonely. Yeah. Because Because you're not showing your true self. You're not contributing conversations like other people might be or whatever, and and that's awful. Okay, so I'm going to give a real-life example here in my family. So my family is conservative, and my family really consists of me, my mom, and my dad, and we're conservative, And we're all believers. We're Christians. And when I say that, I mean, we believe that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, that he died on the cross for our sins. Three days later, he rose again, and we will see him when we go to heaven. That's what we believe in a nutshell. Now, my dad's brother is not a believer, and he's also a Democrat. And my dad... Calls him basically on his way home from work because he has about an hour commute from the office to home and would call him and somehow one way or another, they would get onto politics because of one current event or another. And by the time my dad would get home, his blood pressure would be probably 10 to 20 points higher just because he's so, but. The problem is, in that scenario, is that when it comes to politics, almost nobody ever wants to budge on politics. Mm -hmm. One, social media never changes anybody's mind. Let's be real. That's just not the case. Mm -hmm. The only thing that can change somebody's mind, and I'm going to say that in this way, the only thing that can really change a person is having Jesus change their heart. And so, that being said, they still talk politics and they still, you know, and And I don't know how much one is actually listening to the other, (laughs) but at the same time that they're talking politics, something that my dad always tries to bring up and wants so badly is to talk to my uncle about Jesus and that Jesus died for his sins and that Jesus loves him more than he could ever possibly imagine. My uncle just kind of writes it off. He's like, oh, okay, sure, sure. And like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't really believe in God, all the things and, and, but But that doesn't stop my dad from continuing to talk about it.
1: And I would love what you just said though. He doesn't believe but it doesn't stop my dad from talking about it. And that is both faith and politics. Like we shouldn't, because someone disagrees with us or because someone doesn't believe in what we believe in it shouldn't stop us from talking about what we believe in.
0: And here's the encouragement that I want to give people who are either trying to talk to somebody about whether it is, because I do believe that this is in politics too, whether it's politics or getting somebody to believe in Jesus. I truly believe that every conversation that you have about, especially Jesus, is planting a seed. My dad joked and he said, I think the only reason that God's kept me around this long is because I'm still working on Geick, getting him (laughs) to be a believer. And he goes, and that's clearly not going very well. I've been working on him for 35 plus years. I said, but what you're not understanding, I said, what you're forgetting is, is that every conversation that you have, every resource that you've given him is planting a seed. Mm -hmm. And I said, you may not be the one that actually Harvest that. Yeah. I said, because it may be a nurse in the end of his life that prays over him that he doesn't know and that sees him come to Christ. Mm-hmm. It may be a friend at a dinner table that Guy is like, wait, hold on.
1: You believe this is what know? he's been saying all along. And right. wait, that makes so much sense, whatever he said or how he put it or whatever.
0: Exactly. And so we can't, as believers specifically, I'm going to just focus on that, is as believers, we have to keep. Talking about it. We have to keep having the awkward conversation because it is awkward. Can we acknowledge that when you say, Hey, just wanted to know who's your Lord and Savior? Oh, don't <laughs> have one? Oh, can I tell you about mine? Like, or, Hey, so what are your thoughts on this political
1: topic? Like, <laughs> let's just start there. Like, yeah, it's awkward, it's, but it's, it is everywhere. It is plastered in everybody's social media, their yard signs, they're everywhere you go. Like, it's hard now. And it's hard now to not have conversations about it. And that's why you need to get out of that like funk and fear of talking about it and start to really engage in that. Because, I mean, 2019, 2020, I never talked about politics. Still. Never. Nope. uh uh-uh. But because of the last two and a half years and the things that I needed to get involved in for my children and some of the things that I needed to do to stand up for my family, it's caused me to. And that's where the pruning has come in.
0: But, and I want to say that with that is that we've had to, Cut some of those snap judgments that we make because of the yard signs that we oh, see yeah. in our neighbor's yards, right? You drive by and go, oh gosh, they believe that. Oh, that's awful. It's a freaking sign in their yard and you fr- can hang out at the po- public pool or right. whatever. Like, and I know right now in Johnson County, there's a heavy one because mm-hmm. we have a primary coming up in August. And I know that there's a, there's a topic in particular. Well, let's just say it. Roe versus yeah. Wade. That flipped a lot of people like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But here's what a lot of people don't understand. When somebody puts that sign in their yard, okay, that doesn't mean it's the end all be all. They may have a specific reason why they believe that. Mm -hmm. They may have a story behind something that has personally affected them, but it's a great conversation starter. I'll tell you what, because if they put that sign in your yard, that gives you full permission. I believe it gives you full permission to bring up that conversation next time you see them at the community pool. Hey, so I saw you're voting on this. Just curious. Why do you believe that? And what did you think about Roe vs. Wade? And then... Not all conversations need to be about what your beliefs are. Some conversations might just be you listening and asking them why they believe what they believe. And maybe if your true intention is one, understanding the person and where they're coming from, and two, is possibly educating them on a topic in general for the potential of them to change their mind, then you have to approach that slowly and smartly. You have to say, oh, really? Well, I thought, you know, have you really looked into the cause of Roe versus Wade and what that really happened and did... You know, or did you know this Mm -hmm. and do it in a very, you know, unattacking way? Like, well, I can't believe you want to do this because that's not going to help anybody. Not at all. But the same thing with Jesus is that if you are asking, so you don't believe in God. Why is that? Did your parents believe in God? Oh, you don't believe in God because you went to church for a really long time. Oh, you don't believe in God anymore because you prayed for this person who's dying and you prayed for a miracle and... Then they died, and you're mad at God. There's a big difference. That's a different conversation. There's a other lot than of I just don't believe that. in God anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to encourage you with today. We want to encourage you to have the conversations about faith
1: and politics. Yeah, because we are hoping your friends will give more weight to the person that you've known for years than who they vote for or what they believe in.
0: Right. Because I'm going to believe if you have been somebody I've known for years and you have been the person that brings food when my family is sick and you are the person that calls me on my birthday and loves on me. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, I see that you posted for something on social media. Why do I toss all of the the wonderful friendship, the memories, Mm -hmm. kind thing, the love that you have shown me? Why do I toss that out the window? Yep. And that's a Big question for families. Why? Why?
1: <laughs> Why do you let that separate you in your families and in your friendships? Like, there's so much. There's so much history. There's so much depth. There's so much more than these topics in relationships that mean something. And I want to, there's a quote here we want to leave you with in a few points too. You don't lose friends because real friends can never be lost. You lose people masquerading as friends. You're better for it. Mandy Hale wrote that. And we talked about this earlier in pruning, but over the season of the last two to three years, there is no question. Your family has had some dynamic changes and your friendships have had some dynamic changes because what we've gone through in all of the pandemic and the politics and even faith and all of the rocky stuff that you see on social media. This is like bubbling up and you are about to burst if you haven't already. I would say we burst a while ago and we've processed and we've been through therapy yeah. <laughs> and now
0: we're here. And now we're here. <laughs> so, so
1: if you haven't got there yet, we want You to too will <laughs> be starting a <laughs> podcast in 18 months. Not kidding. And in therapy. No. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> we do encourage yes, everyone we do. to end the therapy. Love it. Love yes. it.
1: But the point in saying this is that it can be okay. It's going to to be hard and it's going to be a journey, but we want to encourage you to focus on those friendships. So what to do if people don't have
0: the same viewpoints as you? Here are some suggestions, okay? If somebody doesn't have the same viewpoint as you, accept the fact that not everyone needs to be in your inner circle. Tracy and I both, our inner circles have changed. They're always going to change. hmm But the people that are your core are going to be the people that most likely believe the same things as you do, that are going to be your ride or dies, Mm -hmm. that are going to have the same beliefs and the same value system because you're raising your families together. Not everybody has to be in that season with you. Yep. Okay. And that could change. I mean, we all remember when all the 21-year-olds get married just out of college, they have 10 (laughs) bridesmaids, okay? But then when 30-year-olds and 35-year-olds get married, they have like two. And that's because life is pruned. And it's not... You realize at that point in that stage of life is that you don't... Not everybody has to be in the inner circle. We've talked about it
1: before. When we move, that changes things. When you move and you're finding a new inner circle, it's going to change a few times
0: until you find your place, but it's there for you. Second... Talk on the phone or FaceTime, okay? Instead of going back and forth in the DMs, going back and forth in text, because nobody can understand tone, Mm-mm. and you doing an emoji doesn't necessarily help because they're like, wait, is she making fun of me because of the laugh emoji? Is the wink a real wink? I don't right. know. Like. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time. If somebody starts a conversation with you about your belief or have a question about it, just say, hey, I've got 10 minutes later this evening. Can I call you then? You're going to feel better about the conversation. You're going to be face to face. You're going to be able to tell the inflection and everything. And there's going to be a heck of a lot less miscommunication on that. Yeah. And you want to know people's heart. You want to hear that. Absolutely. And then the last thing is remember grandma was right. We can agree to disagree. And as far as Tracy and I, we like to say that you can agree and disagree and still be friends. Yep. You can have all the things. This is not an or situation on any part. And we want to encourage you to have conversations, to ask questions. I think that's the last thing I want to suggest is ask questions. Ask more questions than you talk.
1: Be okay with just staying silent. Listening and be okay when you're just like I did with my husband last night. We were having a conversation, and I was said, You know what? I love this conversation, but we need to pause it tonight because I'm too tired to continue and it's probably not going to end well. There you go. (laughs) Like, you. Gotta be strong enough to say that because I was on day one of a reset yeah. <laughs> fast and I was Y'all tired. This is bad. <laughs> we did but all right. Our brains did pretty good today. Yeah. But yes, we want to leave you with that. Be encouraged that you can have these hard conversations and that you can still live in community and have quality friends, even if you're not all on the same page.
0: And it's okay when the Holy Spirit puts his hand over your mouth. You don't have to move it. You can just let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you do just say, I'm sorry later
1: (laughs) (laughs) until next time. Housewives. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks. Whether we made you laugh or cry today, we pray you feel appreciated, bolder and braver than yesterday, stronger and more faithful for tomorrow and living in who you were made to be today.
0: Join our online community on Facebook link in the show notes. And be sure to review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy listening. Until next time, housewives, we give you permission to walk confidently, free, and to be intentional in your slippers or stilettos.